0: Welcome to episode 413 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How you going, fellas?
1: Oh, fucking groundhog day. Running out of superlatives. (laughs) or Whatever the fucking opposite of superlatives
0: is. (laughs) Groundhog day. Chugging fitties on shit teams. Oh, life is good. Um, Glenn (laughs) E. Yes, mate. A listener who I'll keep anonymous for the sake of their own protection. Fuck them. Name them. Sent me a message. I think it was yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Maybe it was yesterday. It was whenever I texted you, uh, Stepdad, Mm. to tell you about it.
1: Informing me
0: that there is a a school in Toowoomba.
1: Called the Glenny School. The Glenny School, yeah.
0: Yeah. Why does this information have to be brought to us by a third party, Glenny?
1: To be honest, my uh, (laughs) best mate's daughter actually attends that school and it... Well, fuck me. This, with the whole there Glennie thing, it didn't even, you just, didn't you, even you just, strike me. You've just
0: eradicated me. the last excuse I was going to give nah, you.
1: That he didn't know it existed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that none of the friends had daughters or anything. Nah. Because <laughs> oh. I, I was even saying to this anonymous listener, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, like he's got boys, so he's got no reason to know about it. Like, That's it. Nah.
1: <laughs> if it's one thing that That's everyone it. fucking bangs on about in Toowoomba, it's fucking schools. There is a school and on yeah. every fucking corner.
2: And Glenn, Glenn's kids Ooh, are, are more cows. interested in, in sport and murder than they are in girls. So.
1: <laughs> Leo, Leo does have a crush.
2: Oh, really? He's sitting
1: at the dinner table with Dad. I've got a crush. And Jackson just puts his head in his hands and starts laughing straight away. Clearly, they've had the conversation. So, you got a crush, yeah. mate? Yep. I think she might be my girlfriend. Is that right? You think? Yeah. Who is she? You're speculating. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Jackson's like, wait for it. <laughs> He's like setting it up. I was like, who is your crush, mate? The year six school captain. <laughs> it's like Go hard, a, son. A good four years older than him. Fucking shoot your shot, boy. <laughs> shoot, your, shoot your shot. Yeah, exactly,
0: man.
2: I remember last Did she year, know your name, Leah?
1: No.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I was incredibly proud that the boys come back and. He had this, this very staunch, serious look on his face. I'm like, everything all right, man? How was school today? You know, does anything go down? He's like, you know how sometimes you just got to do something and you don't want to do it, but you know you've just you've got to do it because you've got to, you know, it's the right thing to do. And I'm like, yeah, he goes. I broke up with my girlfriend today. <laughs> oh, here we go. And I
0: had a boy. What? Did you think you told me that she, you, she, you had a girlfriend? Before this? <laughs> okay,
2: so what, what brought that on? He goes, oh, I wanted to play with the boys. They were playing footy and um, I knew she wouldn't be too happy, so... I thought I'd better break up with her so I could go and play footy. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I,
0: I like the fact that she, she didn't even say he couldn't go play footy yep. or even express any opinion about him playing footy. He was just like preemptively like... Fuck it. Thought, hey, yeah, Yeah, that's it. I see, I I go see crazy potential stuff.
2: drama, so <laughs> fuck
0: that. I'm so non-confrontational, I don't even want to entertain the prospect of potential <laughs> drama. So let's do that.
2: <laughs> I will break her heart rather than have to say... Why?
0: <laughs> yep. And it's these incremental it's these incremental L's that people take across their life starting from a young age that ultimately results in them uh, dancing on a pole. <laughs> That's the first fucking brick in the pathway <laughs> leading leading to the pole. That's it.
3: <laughs> so uh, who comes, is this little comes snitch?
1: To. That uh, Oh
0: you t- don't know him, you don't know him. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's it's you. It's it, it. Look, look. Uh, you, you don't you don't know him, but um, I will say it's it's someone who uh, he has um, a lot of clients and everything. Who's who, he deals in like farm stuff and, and a lot of his clients have daughters that are over at that school. Yeah. Okay. yeah so, are, so see, here's yeah, what I'm daughter.
2: disappointed in, though. Here's what I'm disappointed in. We've obviously seen your Photoshop skills.
0: Mine. Yeah. You're talking to me.
2: Yes. Yeah, right. Well, I'm obviously not talking to Glenn E.
1: <laughs> Why is that obvious? I could be a Photoshop genius and just keep your shit under wraps.
0: I've seen your photos yeah. on Facebook. The amount of kickings that you get, you'd be fighting back with Photoshop skills <laughs> yeah. if you had them. If, if you could have, you would have. Yeah. <laughs> Why
2: are we just giving this fucking soft, half-flaccid turkey slap when we could have put some serious fucking mileage into this and at the end of the year come up with a prospectus with nothing but fucking photoshopped, (laughs) glens in fucking smocks and stockings and
1: hats.
2: (laughs) Like, you could have have gone... You have the time. You have proven over many,
1: many years, more than a decade, that you have the time and the inclination.
2: You don't have the time, but I also know you don't have the self-control to not do this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't have the control to, to not
0: make the time <laughs> or not spend the time where I could be. We could have sourced, <laughs>
2: we could have sourced the entire year nine school photo and replaced every one of their faces with Glenn, <laughs> including the teachers.
0: Uh, look, I'm thinking, Malcovitch, I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> I'm imagining it in my head. I'm thinking this is this this is amazing and it clearly <laughs> needs to be done. But I'm also thinking like, Jesus, it's gonna take some time. <laughs> But you know, maybe you can be part of the Christmas present that we're planning for you, your birthday present. Yeah, same diff really. Still down in the fire. December, but yeah. Well, the other thing—the
2: other thing I was going to do was try and enrol you, like fill out an enrolment form, like with your mobile number and this, and put you down as a fifty-something-year-old man trying to enrol in the school.
1: (laughs) Toowoomba. Toowoomba is a very small town, geographically and in their own mental makeup. So, no, we can't do that. Thank you. Yeah, because
0: your con- your, your your contact address would have been your your work email address. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And it's a very short line to someone who yes. has a child in attendance there. Although Jackson yeah. is uh Jackson is quite prevalent on the Snapchat as I found out. It's one of his mates snitched on him that he's quite prevalent on Snap Snapchat with the Glenny girls. So, you're right, right. Do you know how he got found out that yeah. uh, Brad's daughter was in one of the photos that he was um, like? He was like, hey, how do you know? How do you know her? And she's like, eh, more to the point, how do you know her? So then they uh, happened to have a conversation, which then went around the dinner table at uh, Uncle Bradley's house and <laughs> straight back through. Oh, so,
0: there you go. Yeah. The life and times of, uh, of uh, Toowoomba. Kids yeah. that aren't uh, going to play half court. Broncos. <laughs> apparently. Tell you what. Um, now, <laughs> now, uh, look. There's there's a couple of. I just want to recognise or acknowledge that there is a couple of new things that have happened over the last day or two, and hopefully we'll get the full the full information will be available of the, the penalties and everything. I'm talking first first and foremost the the Paul Vaughan fucking party. <laughs> Who saw this coming? That this guy. I mean if you you think i just say who's the most who's the most cooked fucking you know player in the in in the NRL and like you instantly come you know things like you know like for party situations and stuff you instantly you know your brain goes to guys like Todd Carney and mm. and you know like Josh Dugan and mm. you know like legends like that mm. of the of the of yeah, the cooked behavior it. Paul <laughs> Vaughan started out as his front row that had you know a little bit of footwork and could score a try down there in Un- Canberra unwanted in Canberra Yeah, moves Ma- up to, made moves up up to the Dragons Origin, he was like he was fringe origin. He played origin, sort of, did not he? You know, yeah, yeah, he's like, if he was, but he was sort of, he you know, he didn't really stay up on, you know, no. that's what I mean, he moved the fringes pretty quickly because he didn't, he certainly was not one of these guys that could ma- maintain that auto selection level that yeah. you know, the good players do once they sort of reach there. But, but was part of that St. George pack that was just so dominant. What yeah. was that,
2: 2019? Yeah, yeah. When I they so. when they were,
0: just, they were the in the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that could be any year, but yeah. Um, and so now, he's had the first COVID violation last year. He's had that photo that went viral when he sat on the sideline, clearly just like gurning off his face on something. And now we've got this second COVID party where he has it was about like eleven to thirteen, play, you know, whatever players there. Uh, look, they've they've received the, the cop punishment, like the, you know the the infringement, yeah. you know, not having a good reason to be there, blah That's blah it. blah, like a grand or whatever the fine is. Um, we wait and see what the NRL does, um, but my favourite subplot of the story so far is that like the party was dispersed, people legged it, they weren't sure which players were there and which players <laughs> weren't, but. <laughs> But one player they did find out that was there for a certainty was one one Corey Norman, who left his wallet on the barbecue oh, God. at the at the premises. And so that and that's and like speaking of cook cunts, there's there's another one right there. I mean, with I'll make clungies and you know doing lines with the old old tea bag down at the fucking pokies or wherever it yeah. was. Um, did you see? So, He's yeah, like,
1: coming out and said, "No, nah, it wasn't my wallet. I wasn't there." Yeah, we'll I suspect see, you know, it was we'll a wallet with helps. his ID in it. I find that hard yeah, to.
0: Yeah, and this and this is the thing. It's only just, it's only just sort of started emerging this morning, like while the footy show was on, and <clears> and uh, yeah, we'll we'll wait and see what the NRL decides. Certainly by the time we record the but next, can show, you imagine we have what, some sort of punishment? What
2: he's doing, like if he's questioned by detectives, he's trying to avoid a thousand dollar fine, and he's like, oh. Oh no! I was racking up with some of the boys. And we used my license, and they must have taken it by mistake.
0: Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that he would be make, making excuses. None of them would be trying to get out of a one thousand dollar fine. I think they're trying to get out of the situation that befell Doggy's players. Yeah, mm. and like they, these guys, given the fact that precedents have already been set with players like Dugan got you know like a very significant yep. fine for breaching things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, these guys will. I can't. You know, they, they. Surely they'll cop. You think I'll you cop know, suspension? Like the like actual suspension? Yeah, yeah, they will. Who's more yeah. who's more also, tone deaf which, than which makes, it, which makes it really difficult for the Dragons yeah. to feel the side <laughs> in two weeks. They got a the coming up, but then the next game after that.
1: Yeah. Who fucking knows? Who's more tone deaf than rugby league players? Anti-vaxxers.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, fair. I was I was telling I was so telling the story. Their wives. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> a
1: type, there's a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: There's yeah, a Venn exactly. diagram. <laughs> Um, this, well, especially for someone like Norman, who yeah. who is in who is this close to rugby league purgatory? Yeah, Or has has been told well, he's by his he's club, looking
0: for he's looking for a club, uh, and this that's is it. not really the the kind of behaviour that that uh, that the
1: prospective potential employers yeah. really seek out in uh Just you know, possible would, wouldn't would you forward? just go above and beyond to keep your nose clean if you are in that situation? Like you you would you'd think, you would so. think so yes right. But now,
0: yeah. is he even going to get a <clears throat> gig in England now? Oh, I think
1: it's. he's he always thing, a gig
0: though. in England, isn't it?
1: You know, look, we're,
2: we're on um, and, you know, to have been involved with a, a section of the game recently in and around yep. mental health, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and obviously they came to us because we are experts on mental health, Our our own... Being damaged so poorly in various factors over the years, but what what this leads to me and I know it's easy for us to sit here and say you know is there is there anything more more tone deaf than a rugby league player and I get it like I, I feel that as well, but there are certain mental illnesses out there like lifelong mental illnesses that you would know people within your everyday life that have symptoms such as uh, a disappearance of impulse control. Yeah. Mm. You know? And and I don't know how long it will be in the game. If they're really serious about mental health, for them to start looking at, well, you're an elite athlete, you're an elite competitor, you're an elite performer. There are parts of your head that think differently and work differently to other people. Now, be that good or bad, you know, because it's gotten yeah. you to this stage in your life. Yep. You, you've made some sort of, of, uh, of progress. But but to have each and every player comprehensively tested for a wide range of known uh, mental illnesses yep. and then implement a fucking management plan. Mm. And so that means if you have... Because look, look, let's look at Norman. Does any of his behaviour strike you as somebody that understands in an adult capacity the dangers... Of an end to his footballing career,
0: yeah, no.
1: But there's also yep. a, allegedly fourteen other people involved. Yep, they can't yeah, all yeah. fall under that specific category. There's that which speaks to a lack of leadership? You would
2: be you would be surprised. And again, I'm not saying all of them would. I think the num if you went and tested every professional athlete across you know the major codes in Australia,
4: mm.
2: I think the ratio. Of those living with diagnosable conditions would astonish you. Mm. Would fucking
1: astonish you. I just think it would However, take one to go. You know what? This is fucking not a good idea. Paul, don't throw the party. Or Paul himself, yeah, do not that, throw yeah, the party the in the first is,
0: place. It, it wasn't the entire. It wasn't the entire first grade <laughs> list of thirty players there. So no, true, I, I but there was 15, that, fifteen of them. Oh yeah, so yeah, so I put it to you yeah. that the ones that are saying don't not a good idea, they're probably in the fifteen that weren't there. They weren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you're right. There's going to be <laughs> take out,
2: point. out of that, out of that fifteen, you know, there there might have been a percentage of those that are easily led. Yeah, sure. Younger players, especially, younger players, particularly, yeah, exactly. But I again, I the the more I see of this stuff, the more I just come to the conclusion. That more needs to be done around actual mental health management, not mental health crisis management, yeah, but around day to day management.
0: Yeah, yep. And look, there's yeah, and and I mean, like mental health is a is a is a very blanket term, and often becomes like synonymous with like depression, for example. Correct. But I mean, obviously, it encompasses far more things than that that aren't necessarily, you know, mm. that that's it. Um. And more on that in the next episode when hopefully the, the NRLs come down and, and pass their judgment. Um, and the other, the other quick one that's just come out today is that the uh, with the, the injury to Luai, uh, you know, the halves are bl- blown wide open for the New South Wales Origin. Um, predictably, Whiten goes into the halves. Uh, he's been in the squad the whole time in the mm-hmm. seventeen, the whole time. Um, Mitchell Moses is the the halfback for the Blues. Uh, we sort of spoke about this and we're talking about, you know, it probably it was probably Reynolds versus Moses and mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, intelligently, Freddie has gone more towards being a dead rubber. He's gone towards someone who might have to have a role to play in years going forward mm-hmm. due mm-hmm. to the youth rather than Reynolds who's window for that sort of thing. Maybe he'd come in and do a job for us in game three, but he's not going to be yeah, the next time he gets a chance, he's he's probably aged out of you know yeah. being being the origin halfback. Would so would you suggest it's the dead rubber factor that went in Moses's favour?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Possibly, yeah, yeah. I think I mean if it's if it's a dead rubber, then I think yeah, then by all means try some shit out. Yeah, and and look at the end of the day, I mean like you know Cleary and Luai are, are generally fairly durable kind of players, so it's not something that may have to happen, but it's good to have a second option that can do the job and, and hopefully can slot into the system. And, you know, a goal-kicking, long-kicking game, mm. game-managing type guy, mm. I'm, pro- I'm probably more concerned with Whiten, to be honest, because, I mean, his <laughs> former camera has been fucking... Like, he was, he's was he been fucking terrible. But I'll yeah. say, like, there's a lot of shit going out there about Mitch Moses. And, like, my feelings about Mitch Moses are very, extremely well-documented. <laughs> However, I will say... He puts on that fucking blues jersey. One of the He's boys. He's my boy, and I hope they win the game because now Luai's not there. I don't think Toi is going to be as amped in terms of the in terms of the chatter. Mm-hmm. And I say, so I think you need a, like a player that has really has that kind of Mitchell Moses. He could be the guy that throws the grenade because he is that level of little shithead. Yeah, <laughs> and, and maybe and maybe that's what they need to push him over the line. <laughs> So he's my halfback for game three. I fully support him, and I hope he fucking kills it. Um, and, you know, Gutho's not there, so hey.
2: And, and as you more say, more importantly, sorry. I say, more importantly, also paves the way for the debut of Appy Coruscant in number 14.
0: Yes, yeah. And so I, I think that's a bit of a hedge against the success of Whiten and Moses, because when he was playing for Manly, I mean, Appy, Appy uh, deputized in the halves, during times like Origin and you know, injury and things like that, McDowell um, Walk was injured a bit, so he can actually jump in there. And so, if if Whiten, for example, starts sucking, it'd be perfectly valid to see to see Appy jump in there in, in just into the halves and you know play an Appy like role. You know, he'd probably take you know take the dummy half if it popped up right in front of him here and there. And, and, and but yeah, because I mean Cook is obviously a an eighty minute. Hooker yeah. doesn't, need, doesn't need rotating and he won't leave the field, I can't imagine. but Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah. Good to see him in there. And, I mean, look, you know, they're all individually good players. And, uh, you know, if the pack can be as dominant as it was, then there's no reason why they can't uh, have great success. Yeah, spot on. Results, round 16. The Melbourne Storm on Thursday night defeated the Sydney Roosters by a scoreline of 46 points to zero. The uh, Storm's tries came through the Fox with a hat trick. Nico Hines, Fanukan, Bromwich, Cameron Munster and Brandon Smith. Hines, six of eight conversions and a penalty goal. And uh, defeating the Roosters, uh, zero. Nico Hines also rewarded for a recent burst of good form by coming into the 19 for the Blues. Mm. So who knows what happens there. I mean, maybe that could be a bit of uh, Ducks and Drakes as well. Mm. Mm. Fuck Whitenoff and stick Nico in there and just go fucking berserk. Turn it into a real party. <laughs> <laughs> party.
1: Like the one in the 40s.
2: <laughs> yeah. This game suffered from uh, a, a lot of rhetoric, especially on the socials around, oh, it's P- PVL ball, sick of the blowouts, sick of this. Look, look at this. The, this game should be close, should be close, should be close. I don't know what should be close about a team like the storm that have essentially their entire first first grade squad you know yes they they were missing their fullback and they were also missing a hooker mm-hmm. but let's be real that hooker's new to the club this year and without him last year they made the grand final yeah you know they have a representative level forward pack and they are up against a forward pack that is down on form and also aging also, having lost its leader
0: in Jake Friend this year, so no, and not to and not to mention like the act, the actual literal leader with the C on the on his back, yeah, They had to retire this year as well. Correct.
2: You know? um, so yeah, while while their positions on the table might have to the the uninitiated led to this to be believed to be a a close game or a grind, it was only ever going to go one way. And there's one thing that the Roosters, I think, have shown recently that that they need to do a little bit of work on. And they have a fantastic coach who has built an almost Melbourne-like system, but the only thing he hasn't built into them is that fucking R word that's come up a couple of times this year in various scenarios, resilience. And I think that's the next step
0: for the Roosters because they are back to basics. I think I think that the, that he has built that into the rooster's however this year is just too far mm. In in the in the lead in, in the leadership because it's not it's not just friend and it's not just corner then out there in the backs you've also lost Beamos and those guys Geary. aren't just injured they're they're gone for the year then oh yeah got, that's what I'm saying it, like, they're, but, they're but the resilience good, is the gone then with got, those guys but then but then you've got then you you're gone and the like this game I mean I don't think anyone would have tipped against the Storm from winning it yeah. but the it's just like there's no no one no one could have predicted the margin. And it's just, and like we were saying, that like the, you know, while the sides matched up okay, like the Roosters' back line outside the halves was fairly, pretty much their full strength one, you know, if you take the retirements and things out of the occasion. And right. uh, and like their forward pack is, is, was fine, but um their, their halves, the Storm was obviously going to target their halves mercilessly. Yep. Which would cut off not all opportunities, but many opportunities. And as the match went on, it would just fucking like, grind into them even more. And, I mean, like, Walker was on the end of some fucking, yeah. like, hate crimes. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that's um,
1: it. It's, and, you know, you know tough but, kid, but a kid, you know, and, and yeah. I think it says a lot about the Roosters that, you know, despite the result in this game, you know, and, and it's obvious this season with, you know, the challenges that they've faced, they're not on the same level as Penrith or Melbourne. That that much is Mm -hmm. clear, Um, Mm -hmm. but you can look at some of the other sides in the competition trotting out full strength sides, and Mm. are going to struggle to avoid the spoon. The Roosters will make the eight, possibly the top four, with you know six top line elite level players not playing the vast majority of the season. Yeah, that's fucking remarkable. But I think the Storm will just clinical in this game just you know you you talk about getting back to basics just feel position and and possession and they just they just wore the roosters down until the the dam opened yep anything more to say on this one not me
2: no on the socials on the socials uh jamie and the Facebook group said, how good is it to finally see a team getting flogged at McDonald Jones Stadium that isn't the Knights? <laughs> uh, Super Grover said, it's just a beautiful thing. Watching the Fox on the run, Nico on the run, and marching back, three guys with guts and grit. I wish they were playing for us next year. They're showing off to the new boss. Yeah, that's a, a very good point.
4: Mm.
2: Some good performances from some players leaving the storm. Uh, Joshy in the Facebook group said, so flaccid tonight, fuck it, was hard to watch. Mm. And uh, our good mate <coughs> fighting the fight against the evils of fucking Musk at eight 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 eights account. He says, seen enough PVL ball stats yet, boys? Or will the storm need to run a train on the finals before you flip?
0: Interesting thoughts. Hey, I'd, uh, I'd, I've been on on the record as saying that I'm not uh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'll troll and everything, but I'm not. I'm not making my decision up until I've got the full fucking Correct. season to look at. Because guess what? Yep. What I think isn't going to change the fucking rules in the regular season. I'll be honest. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till I see it all, and uh, then I'll have a good think. Mm-hmm. I've got an opinion. I've got. I mean, I've got an opinion now, but you know, mm. let's see. We still. We
1: still only at origin period. From my perspective, we could still be playing Arco and John Quailball, and my team would still be a steaming pile of dog shit. So it's probably irrelevant as far as PVL ball goes for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Are you going to do any more socials, or is that going to be the We're end? We're of- done. On to the next. Right. The uh, Dragons, 19, defeat the Warriors, 18. First game Friday. Uh, the Dragons tries to Ben Hunt, Jared Beale, Jack Bird, Cody Ramsey. Uh, Corey Norman, one penalty goal and the crucial field goal. Uh, defeat the Warriors uh, tries to Wade Egan, uh, Elias Katoa and Bundy four. Uh, Chad, three conversions.
1: Regardless of the jersey, it's obvious that Chad's going to Chad. Warriors up by eight. Not only decides it's a good idea to attempt a field goal, to put them up by nine, then misses it and kicks it dead, giving away a seven tackles set for the opposition to march down the field and score a try. The Warriors yeah. in that one little passage of play would have think, you know what? Probably should have just run with no halfback. <laughs> so on this count,
0: <laughs> yeah. Having said that, having said that though, as well, if he had have hit that field goal. It, the dragons would have had to kick the conversion, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So it, 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 it would have won them the game ultimately. But yeah, I mean, know, yeah, for time and place and like just. Apparently, he. I saw an interview. When was it on the Footy Show this morning? Um, and they was talking to Nathan Brown, and apparently he was, like, he knew it was eight points. It wasn't like mm. a, he or he maintained that he knew it was eight points, and he was he was trying to go to nine. It was like, you know, so I I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I mean, it's didn't, probably didn't he come out
2: and say after the game though? I don't fucking know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Like, look at the end of the day, we 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 know what Chad has brought to the table in 2020, and we expressed our uh, incredible surprise at the fact that a team was prepared to offer him 800 grand a year for a three-year contract at this stage in his career when he looks like this year was the year too long. Yeah, <laughs> to play, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's not an. I mean, he's obviously not an old guy, but <clears throat> my god, 2021 has been an out of form fucking year for the guy. Um I
1: think the Warriors and, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. The Warriors are one of those sides that could easily squeak into to the, the bottom four of the eight. But games like this against teams in, in a similar sort of position, there is that logjam of teams that are certainly not on the uh level with the you know, top four or five teams in the comp, but um losing after being well in control of this game could could cost them what would up, you know, with everything they've faced, you know, being away from home, all the rest of it would be an impressive finals berth for the Warriors, and you'd yeah. hate for them to get to round twenty six and look back on this one and go, "Fuck, that's the one that cost us." So
0: they've had they've had a couple like this. So and yeah. that's the thing. I mean, they've had so many games that they could have just scraped out the win instead of you know just valiantly went down yeah, or you exactly. know just got edged out, and you know that sort of shit. You know, it's the difference between. Yeah, having a season where you're playing the finals, or having a season where you're up, you know, certain position on the ladder, and mm. just missing out and fucking lamenting why you finish ninth or eleventh, yeah, and why, sure. why is and why is not fourteenth, you just done still in the wing. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> Corey Norman again though with the winning field goal. I think it's the second time he's done it this year. Third, and it's probably isn't it? The third is it third? Is I think it, it's yeah, the third. No, this and, year. And, and, and then there's been another game that wasn't a field goal, but he still was like, you know, the winning of the game mm. for the for, for the Dragons. And, and and yet still they still they want to disrespect, still they don't <laughs> want to throw him, showing him the money when he's, you know, responsible. I mean, how many wins are these guys fucking at all season anyway? Like they had what probably what, seven? Is it? Yeah. Eight. Yep. Eight. So like he's probably won four games for them. Mm. I mean, he's missed the fifty percent. I mean, there's no better <laughs> there's no better 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 recommendation. Mr. 50%. He maybe the cop that maybe the cop that found of his time. wallet
1: could have a look have a word to the dragons and say, look, there's not much cash in there. You might need to, might need to slip in a new contract. And an endorsement deal with Canadian Club and Well that could be that, that that
0: could be his that could be his new fucking his new yeah, log he's Mister a fifty percent, sixty percent of the time, he just fifty percent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that out <laughs>
2: Get some socials socials on that one it was look I'll tell you what dragons fans some self-loathing out there at uh, at Bay Bay Campbell said so a collective groan went out from everyone watching this game where the dragons scored that try the least desired golden point ever <laughs> uh, at Joseph Palazzi so just when we all thought this game couldn't get worse Chad townsend shits the bed and makes everyone suffer through a further 10 minutes further delaying the game everyone actually cared about Hashtag chat is the new Greg. Uh, Devonhead said, Have you ever hated your team after a win? Because fuck, I hate this team. More specifically, Corey fucking Norman.
0: Ouch. Can I just say this, that, he, that he's tweeted that on Friday night at that, like, you know, 8 p.m. and they still had that party shit didn't come out until like two days later. <laughs> yeah. So, so how you, how you feel now? Like, That's I mean, it. you're hating them to that level then. I mean, how about now? Uh, our friend
2: King Levius said, I guess Jim's opening and starting work at 6 p.m. on a Friday wasn't such a bad thing after all. I would have smashed the TV if I had to watch us lose like that. For fuck's sake, I never thought Townsend would hurt me again. RTS can't go out like this. Stay one more year with SJ, please. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> on Instagram, Wally Frogmore said, this game was so ugly if it was a person it would make Honey Boo Boo's mum look like a 10. <laughs> and... Uh, and Akadel, Did you get this- that
0: reference there, Glenn?
1: <coughs> yes, thank
0: you.
2: Acadel said, "This is all Glennie's fault."
1: Why?
0: <laughs> why is Glennie? There was no explanation of why. No, not at all.
1: Don't like either team
0: or it just, their fans. That just seems like a random <laughs> drive-by, you know? Like
1: <laughs> he's just
0: walking down the street to get some milk. <laughs> <That's> and, headshot, <laughs> and you know he's walking past. He's walking past the gangbangers, but he's not. <laughs> but he's just he's just taking a stray bullet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's he got to do with the fucking dragons versus the warriors?
2: Look, I I don't claim to psychoanalyze the the fans and the listeners. I just read what they write.
0: That's us. That's us. All right. Okay. So the uh, second Friday game, the uh, Panthers Panthers thirteen to feed the Paramount Eels twelve at um the Glory Hole. Uh, Panthers thirteen came through tries to Tyrone May and uh, Appy Corrissau. Uh, Crichton, two conversions, and a field goal to Matt Burton. And that's his first one after trying about 58 times in matches, isn't it? Uh, The Eels, 12 tries to Sivo and Papali'i, and uh, Moses with a conversion, and Moses with a penalty goal and a crucial miss that would have won the game. And it's probably one he would have just about fucking slotted Mm -hmm. nine out of ten times, you think. It wasn't the hardest one in the world. It certainly wasn't a gimme. But, Yeah. It, look, it's, it, well, no, in no, his
2: defence,
1: sorry, I was had cough. was
0: just on mute there. He's, just, he's, he's got the spicy cough.
1: <laughs> Hadn't he uh, what?
0: Got, 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 you got some of that COVID? You're
1: a fucking enthusiastic cougher. I gotta tell you, I don't know what you've got. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm glad he's an enthusiastic muter of the cougher. <laughs> motherfucker. You could take some lessons from that man. I don't have
1: a mute. Yeah. How do I mute?
2: Can you mute this? Thing you do quickly. <laughs> you do. Where? That fuck. Yeah. That fucking headset you got? Unless it's a China ripoff. Came with a set of instructions.
1: Yeah, maybe
2: you need to complete a semester at the Glenny School to learn how (laughs) to fucking read. Um,
4: To
2: to his credit, it was at a depth and an angle that kickers would rarely practice.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like it it definitely wasn't a gimme, and it wasn't the easiest one in the world, but. He's Still, kicked it before. Yeah. Fuck him. Exactly. Hey, that's our that's our origin halfback you're talking about there.
2: Yep. Part. And it's not origin yet, so fuck him. <laughs> this one was Jeez. it came down to Penrith having a terrible fucking night with their hands. They were uncharacteristically poor in terms of their handling and in terms of how they played on what part of the field generally when penrith make mistakes they make them up the right end they make them trying to score tries trying to attack whereas this was full of sloppy play the balls silly passes trying to force things instead of that patience and you know it it can be tough to look at and say well look one player out how does that change the the demeanor of the entire team bear in mind again whilst nathan cleary is incredibly important to that team Someone like Isaiah Yo is equally as important, and had backed up from state of origin glory. About oh, I want to say ten minutes into the second half, it became apparent that you know Tio was tired, Isaiah Yo was tired, those guys really started to feel it, and and I think it was good for them to get into this grind. To really get into a team that we're going to, to get stuck down in the mud with them, and for them to come out on top, it wasn't pretty. And there are a couple of guys that I think need to step up. Uh, one of those is fucking Ivan Cleary. To mark Tyrone May, never to play in the halves again. Never to play in the halves again. He's got the goat photos. He did one hundred percent. Does one hundred percent does it? It also it further cements it when you look at like the try that May scored. It was a running try. Put him in the fucking centres. We're shuffling positions around. True. Put him in the fucking centres. That's
0: where he's played his best football. Yeah, that's it. In the centres. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. All, all in all, far from. But having said that, are. if I were a Panthers fan, I'd just want him out of the fucking seventeen by any means necessary. Yeah, you know that's not going to happen though at this stage. Well, now I mean, like now you know, in light of what happened in this game, yeah, we now know that he's probably cemented his position again, and probably in the halves at that. Yeah, mm. that's it. So, um,
2: yeah, far far from the the most comprehensive performance, but ugly wins are worth the same amount of points as pretty ones.
0: Yeah, both, both teams were, were, were very poor in this game. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I think Penrith had an excuse. You know, obviously, without Cleary. Um, but this game says – and, and the result says a whole lot more about Parramatta. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jay, Jay you've mentioned um, several times recently, you know, about how teams will get up for Penrith. And, ev- you know, every team Penrith faces uh, is pumped to play, you know, against the best team in the comp. I expected power to be a lot better, given that alone. <laughs> You know, they they really um and then the fact that they, they could have taken more confidence from the fact that there is, you know, somewhat of a an advantage that they could potentially gain if they're good enough, given that Penrith with with the A-Cleary. but um they just couldn't get it together. Para and um Penrith yeah. Penrith did enough and like you say, nothing you know, they games like this will serve Penrith better, you know. Well, in the finals, far more than 30 point hidings. You know, they, they're a skill based team. They're, they're great at what they do. We all know what they can do with ball in hand, but a bit of adversity there. And they had, to, you know, they weren't at their best. They were, you know, down, cleary, all the rest of it, and still found a way to win. That's a sign of the great sides. Yeah. Yep. All right. One of the socials. Yeah, say, hit the
2: socials,
0: yeah.
2: Rishi. Said, "Fuck Mitchell Moses, he's fucking clown shoes." You'll see, you'll see a theme across lots of the tweets. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Ben, what's happening? <laughs> Tyrone May, number seven for New South Wales. Yeah, nah. Shane said, "Fuck, I wish we weren't locked out of this one. Would have loved to have sprayed some quality pen with COVID at Moses's stupid fucking face after he missed that up the riff." <laughs> Hashtag Spurton for Burton. Hashtag Moses chokes on big black moments. at underscore yip yip 44 the funny part is Mitch Moses would still walk into a Maroons jumper if he was a Queenslander (laughs) 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 and uh, at ma underscore Aaron said my Hyundai Excel and Mitch Moses were produced in the same year 1994 the Excel has more clutch ha 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 ha." That man saw the greatest thing to be involved in a Tigers jersey in the last decade. Yep. Oh,
0: Is that the last one? That's us. Right. Okay, uh, moving on to Saturday and the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 66, <coughs> defeat the Canterbury Bulldogs, zero at Bank West. Manly's try scorers as follows. We had a, a double to Ruben Garrick, a hat-trick to Tommy Turbo, a double to Toff Sipley, who scored his first and second NRL tries in the one game. Uh, Carl Lawton, with a try, and Jason Saab with a hat-trick. Garrick, 11 from 11. And fuck, that was pleasing after sitting there watching him take fucking 10 minutes to miss each goal throughout about the first seven against the Titans the game before. Uh, the Bulldogs, fucking nothing. To think that attacking coach that they poached from uh, the Panthers, no doubt at a premium, an expense, uh, couldn't generate any points against a team that presumably you'd have a better dossier on than, than most opposition coaches. Mm. Um, it's fucking great. This is a fucking, this is a fucking great game. Um, on the, uh, what, let me do the math fucking what, 27th anniversary of, um, one of my favorite manly games ever when they beat the dragon 61 nil at Brookvale. And I've told the story of that game, you know, many times on the show, like my, how I actually heard about that game. And, you know, when I was living in Japan at the time, um, but yeah, the, on the exact date, uh, another absolute fucking carve up, um, the doggies, I just, they really were poorly fucking served by their coach in this game because whilst there were some, you know, there were some debutants in non skilled positions on the field, they were fucking thrown, those kids were fucking thrown into a fucking oven yeah. and, and by, by their fucking coach who. Like, I, I, maybe he was emboldened by fucking New South Wales and the State of Origin side having success, but why are you fucking getting your guys to fucking jam in so hard trying to reduce the time that fucking Daly had to do anything when Daly could fucking see everything? To, he had a forward pack that was actually making metres, so he had the time to see what was happening, and the amount of times he fucking went just over the top with a pass or out quickly wide with a pass or over the top with a kick... And they just, and when you're going over the top and you're hitting fucking guys like Garrick and Saab on the fucking chest and there's nothing but daylight in front of them, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? And then on top of that, you get these young guys, they're making their first grade debut, they're coming up against the best in the competition fucking in their positions out wide, you're putting them in these positions where they've, A, they're, they're fucked, they're already given them five meters too much space. Then they have to try and make these defensive decisions, and it's their first grade debut, so they're always, you know, well, not always, but they're gonna make the wrong decision a lot of the time. Yeah. And they just, they, they got, they just, these kids got fucking thrown into absolute fucking fire. I mean, you know, great game for Daly. I mean, it's like, I think it's like three, three try assists and fucking three line break assists. You know, Tommy got his tries obviously, um, and looked like the god that he normally is. Uh, I'm glad to see Pesekar and Sipley starting to step up and actually be legit props i mean i think i said it was last week but you know losing afb was one of my big concerns and question marks i had over this season now fucking afb who i mean like those two guys are doing the fucking job you know and in conjunction with Kepi, who's just fucking you know getting better and better as well carl lawton we bought as a fucking as a lame as a lame hooker hasn't played hooker came on and he's a back rower he's fucking strong and he's defensively great Um, especially when we don't have Jake there to sort of mop up all that shit in the middle and, uh, you know, try scoring machine and like, you know, just, it was, this is fucking such a pleasing performance and I'm not going to probably get tip as far as Desi did towards the zero, but the zero was fucking, it was such a great aspect of this game, especially because the Bulldogs had a lot of fucking ball and they had a lot of, there was two or three occasions in the game where they had multiple sets mm, from dropouts yeah. or or fucking, like, you know, repeat sets and everything, where they were having three sets in a row, you know, from 10 metres out. I'd, I don't know what the stats are for, like, tackles in the opposition 20, but I think the Dogs would have had way more mm. if just, just just from the eye test, just the way I feel, because a lot of Manly's tries, obviously, were kind of long range
1: and shit like that. But Especially um, at the back end, like, the, the, towards the end of the game, they had a, a, a glut of yeah. possession where Manly were up by a million and could yeah. probably be forgiven if if they took their foot off the pedal or put the cue in the rack, um, and the dogs obviously trying to save a bit some sort of <coughs> dignity by putting a point on the board, so they're actually trying, yeah. and that they, they still they didn't even look like scoring.
0: Yeah, and just the, just the energy in defence, <coughs> especially after a kick chase as well, like that. Just those the like the they maintain this level of energy for the entire game, and look, you know. Is it easy to do it when you've you fucking sixty? Well, it's, I mean, it's easy to do it when you haven't had to do a ton of fucking defence through the game, mm. you know. But it's but the fact that they did maintain that, and I mean, there's so many times you see sides like, for example, this weekend, you know, later on we see a side that you know marches out to a handsome lead, looks like it's going to be a massacre, and they just don't fucking bother playing in the second half, you know. I think the thing that saved the 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 doggies from a worst result in this a worst result in this game was Dylan Walker was brought on. Fairly early comparatively to how he's been used lately. And I think he was a bit of a fucking, like a bit of a handbrake. I think, you know, sometimes he took the wrong option a couple of times and it just wasn't as smooth getting out to the guys when the dogs were just there to be fucking, you know, just to be had at will. Um, yeah, fucking super pleasing. Um, yeah, you know, I will remember this game for a long time for a lot of other reasons. But um, it was a yeah, it was a, a fucking super pleasing result, and uh, I couldn't have been fucking happier with the way that they are. They're starting to develop into the team that they that they are. Uh, they can be. So tell me, what's Manly's draw like for the rest of the year? Because they we got the Storm and the Eels. Otherwise, they're games that are, that I would consider to be. You know, origin origin withdrawals and stuff aside. This weekend we've got Canberra, um, and that's without the origin guys. Um, then after that, you know And and that's that's the reason for the question. I think going
2: going into the finals, would you like a few games against some of the the
0: higher place teams? Yeah, we got the or- storm not too far out, so that'll be the that'll be the real benchmark one. Yeah. Other, other than that, I just I I'm not sure So you know, like maybe they need some tackling. They'll need some, you know, defensive practice, but it just seems like Desi's just been tweaking the, even just their overall defensive structure. They could get found out a little bit because they sort of do that, the the up and in sort of style, but, and they ca- occasionally get caught by long walls out, you know, out to the wings. But now they've even started cutting that off. And it's just amazing. Like the way that like guys like Brad Parker aren't shooting up and the way that they're defending now um, and like Morgan Harper gets better every single week in attack and defence. And yep. I just think I just think that they're a side that has had to build combinations and just build some belief and and just cohesion. And like they're starting now you're starting to see the benefits of that coming together now. So look it's good to it's good to beat up on guys like the doggies to you know, build some confidence in the attack and you know, get all that running smoothly. It's great to keep the nil scoreline um, and withstand withstand some pressure to do that. But yeah, like yeah. I mean, it's going to be there's these big games against the Eels and the, the Eels and the Storm are the big games they got in the run home over the last what, however many games is like eight games or something. Yeah, okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, no worries at all. Socials on that one,
2: Christopher, in the Facebook group said in Trent's defence, he's more of an attacking coach. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason. So that was a pitiful display by my team. I know that we have a lot of players out due to injury in COVID, but dear God, where was the effort? Where was the one-on-one marking? Whose idea was it to go in with the defensive plan? Up and in only works if you rush up and put pressure on the opposition. Anytime Sab or Garrick got the ball, I don't think there was a Bulldogs player in front of them any time during the game. Anyhow, going to see if Uber Eats delivers Mars bars. Ouch. <laughs> um, this is one of my favourite comments. James said I'm listening to the game on ABC Sport 30 minutes in they summed up the game as an embarrassing carve up and proceeded to talk about how a crab had climbed into a car the story was occasionally interrupted by Manly scoring (laughs) 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 Uh, Conan said can we just piss the Bulldogs off to Brisbane as the second team Uh, at diminutive rowdy on Twitter who is surprisingly not the baby of the time that Rowdy fucked Dave uh, said, "Time for the dogs to put the board and CEO on the field, so they can be dealt the punishment they deserve." oh fuck! Uh, at Dean K eighty eight said, "At times I almost felt pity, but then I reminded myself they're the dogs." And Sam Carriage eighty nine Dean, Dean, Dean would also
0: remember as well that the Bulldogs are one of the instrumental teams in the creation of the Super League, so fuck them. Um, Sam Carriage eighty nine said, "Is a hat trick in nine minutes a record?" Also, it was who- in, yeah, but it wasn't like it, I, I, I'm pretty sure people have scored first. T- I, I know that, um, what, <laughs> fucking, who was it? No, I might be thinking wrong. I, I remember um, there are people who've scored uh, Chris, uh, yeah, fucking Chris Bailey when he played for the Knights. Chris Bailey, um, and he was and he became tire on a rope. Glenn, you remember, I do back in the day, yeah, when he moved to Manly. Um, he scored at least a hat trick in the first half of a game for the Knights probably back in the you know what probably like 2012 or 2013 or something like that yeah. Um, so yeah this 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 hat trick the hat trick in 9 minutes referring to would be was it subs <coughs> and that was all that was all the end yeah. like he scored the last two tries so yeah, okay. that was that so so i guess maybe for like that 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 you know capsule period of time maybe but um pappy scored what he scored like fucking four in 11 minutes didn't he Early in the season. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, so mm.
0: against the Broncos, I think, was it? Mm. Yeah, so yeah. even then, I think he's probably got him covered. Nice. That's it. Right. Um, moving on to the Gold Coast Titans. 44 defeated the Raiders 6 at GIO. Uh, Canberra and Canberra is absolutely not a fucking thing anymore. Uh, Canberra
2: and Canberra is a thing. It's just a fucking shit thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> Now teams are hoping thing. to
1: play Canberra and Canberra. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck. It's like it's a thing that it's the thing that makes breakfast. Um, (laughs) David Fofita, Jamal Fogarty, a double to Kevin Proctor, uh, Mo Foduika, Brian Kelly, Patrick Herbert, and Philip Sammy, all the tries for the Titans. Uh, Fogarty, six of eight conversions, defeating the Raiders, six a try to Sam Williams, a conversion to Jared Croker. Glennie,
1: I think this is the best I've seen. Um, Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty combine for the Titans. Um, and Titans actually look pretty good when they play, you know, when they're allowed to play that up te- up tempo. Um, you know, big guys on the edges. Uh, with Ash Ash Taylor at his best, his his passing game was quite good. Um, Fogarty seems to take the onus and on, on the kicking game for the Titans away from Taylor. You know, Taylor big rap on him when he first came into first grade was his was his. You know, general kicking in general play, but Fogarty seems to have taken that responsibility away from him. Probably,
0: he's a junior partner in that combination now. Ash Taylor, yeah, yeah, and rightfully yeah. so. No,
1: I agree. I, I don't think he's. Yeah. You know, he's probably was geared to be Batman, but I think he's yeah. at, he's a Robin at best, and and that's how his yeah. career is is going to pan out. I believe. I uh, expected...
0: Jay being the DC person,
1: you could probably think of like a real shit Robin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like not a good, not, not like, you know, not the gold standard Robin. It's <laughs> like whatever the shit one was.
2: Actually, well, you know, being being Warner Brothers property, um, Mad Magazine has done many, many Batman and Robin covers. <laughs> so I'm sure there is an Alfred E. Newman in a Robin costume up there somewhere. <laughs>
1: fit. Um I expected someone to fade in the second half to 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 make it interesting. Either the the Titans had fade and the Raiders had come back and get them, or, or the Raiders would fade completely and the Titans had really run away. But um, I think it was probably the latter to to a certain extent. But um, there was more opportunities there for the Titans to to go well in excess of fifty. The Raiders were fucking woeful. Mm. Um, they and I, I think. I know it was his first game back after quite some time, but Jared Croker looked far out of pl- way out of place on, yeah, NL- didn't he on, on an NL. And, his, L- de- and,
0: he, and, and his, his defense was usually like one of the more reliable the, the aspects of his game. stronger parts
1: of his game, yeah.
0: and he, Yeah, was and poor. It, like the misses were fucking diabolical. But it wasn't just him. I mean, there was some absolutely, <laughs> like, that, that try for Fafita never should have fucking been scored. Mm. I mean, th- that was one of the tries that he loves to score where, and it's like, you know, kick scored a lot of them as well, which is mm. just getting up near the line and just people not being, like, you know, multiple guys not being able to stop them just falling over the line and putting the ball down. Like, Yeah, that's but it. The Raiders, the Raiders hate themselves right now. Mm. They fucking hate, pl- they, they are not a team. There's no unity there. There's nothing. Ricky's not going anywhere, so I don't know yeah. what to what fucking end. There's a there's a,
1: a certain element that looks to me like they're playing to get their coach sacked. Only they're playing yeah. for the only coach in the NRL that's unlikely, highly unlikely to be sacked.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> I mean a team a team that just doesn't have coach sacking in its DNA. Like for example, the Bulldogs they'll sack a fucking coach. Mm you know they'll yeah, sack a scroll. coach every 2 years do yeah. the tigers have had a lot of sacking coaches as well in there, you know over, over time as well but the like the rickys predecessor the depth they had to plunge before he but before he was sacked yeah and ricky with his personal relationships with people involved at the club with his personal history as a player for the club he's mm-hmm. not going fucking anywhere no. Mm-hmm. They need they 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 they'll have two more years of this game yeah, before he yeah. even thinks about going anywhere.
1: Tell you who I do feel for on the Raiders and um is Josh Papali. He um he yeah. played alone a fucking lone hand for the Raiders and busted a gut, but no one went with him. Not one single player went with him, and um, it shows on the scoreboard. But more, you know, like the Raiders are, you know, two seasons removed from, you know, by their own fans' reports, being robbed of a grand final victory.
0: Yeah, and like one season. I mean, they were only one game from the grand final last
1: yeah. year. Yeah. And this year, Just, this, yeah. this year is it has spiralled badly. Isn't it
2: interesting, though, the, the difference in fortunes across the league? Like you look at the clubs who have players on far too much money who aren't performing to to the standard you would assume that they they should given given their pay packets or or given their standings within the game, mm. and then here you've got Canberra with representative quality all over the park, and can't put it together. Yeah, how many yeah, teams?
0: Not.
2: Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say how, how many teams would kill for that? Like if, you know, Glenn. What, what would you say right now? If the Raiders said, "Hey, we're just going to swap you each player for each player with the tiger."
1: Oh,
2: how, how many would you leave in green? None. They yeah. could
1: probably they could probably keep their fullback. We'll keep. I'll we'll keep ours. That's it. Yeah. So, that, um,
2: yeah, very very interesting how the the fortunes fortunes differ across the league.
1: Yeah.
0: The only the only winner in this in this Canberra Raiders current situation is is me. Because fuck the Canberra Raiders, but not, not for that, not that. No, but like also because it cause it's, it just jumps into my narrative. Like it was really my narrative about English you know, English players and uh, as imports and everything yeah. it was looking pretty fucking shaky, given the way that they, you know some of these guys were going for Canberra and turning them into yeah. this cohesive fucking grand final contending unit. But um now, that's also the root of what's you know I mean removing Ricky Stewart can't coach out of the equation. Is Ricky's relationship management yeah with I, I, these think that. I think I think Ricky can coach. All down.
1: I think he can coach with the right environment and the right players buying in but it's, it's exactly how you say the management of the relationships when it comes to having those hard conversations or if a player pushes back I think that's where the rot starts with Ricky Stewart and I don't think once you start it with him he strikes me as the type of character that you don't you don't come back
0: yeah, yeah, and it's Correct. like this English this this English foundation is what got them to where they were. Mm. But now you know you start off with Bateman, and then we go into the George Williams and then you know, Josh Hodgson, you know, coming up, and mm-hmm. and then that it's the thing that's cracked them as well. Yeah Socials. Yeah. Unless you have something else to add? No, no, it's today. just gonna, no.
2: Gonna have another crack at Ricky, but you know, fuck. Seems everyone else has done that. Uh Solzy <laughs> said, "44 points, 44 missed tackles. Surely that allows some saltiness. 44 points worth of unlucky bounces, right, Ricky?"
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Norts said, "Surely Ricky has some pretty damning photos of the Raiders board members in compromising positions." Jesus. Uh, Peter in the Facebook group said, "Master stroke by Sticky. scored zero points in the first half to prove all the faders talk false." Uh, Stephen said Raiders plays driving to Bondi as we speak and licking the footpath in hopes of getting the vid so they quarantine and not to be coached by Ricky
0: Stewart for two weeks
3: why the footpath <laughs> what's
0: what's the filthiest place of anywhere you go yeah if you think the ronariest place would be like handrails and shit right yeah that's
1: kind
0: of where I was thinking you'd be licking the handrails in the travelator at the airport <laughs> yeah that's
1: it <laughs>
2: Now, uh, Hammers said, oh, this feels weird. Mm. At He's talking Scotty about his dick, right? On Twitter. <laughs> said, the moon's aligned and finally the Titans faithful get to experience a win. I'm only sad that none of our players had the presence of mind to do a Mick Ennis Viking clap as a try celebration. On the it, bye. Mate. We may find an inventive way to lose that one. Oof. Fuck. Don't be too harsh. And uh, at alt shift K on Twitter said, leaving the game with 20 minutes remaining is pathetic. I understand it's cold and the most boring city in the country, but stand by your team. You
0: Viking clapping cowards. Yes. There you go. Although at the same time, I did take pleasure in watching cameras, fans walking out of the game. And sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with an entrenched situation with Ricky, maybe it takes a lot of that to actually start to make other people pay attention. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the ultimate dissatisfaction. Because like one thing about Raiders fans, you know, although they are mostly cunts, going (laughs) to that going to that stadium in this in this weather, like it is it is a commitment that uh that you know few other fan bases have to kind of uh you know push through, but uh, and to watch that shit, I think Ricky said in his press conference, didn't he? He's just like yeah, he he felt sorry for him. Um, Yeah. The Knights 38 defeat the Cowboys Neil at McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights tries two, uh, double to Ponga, a double to Connor Watson, a uh, double to Dominic Young, and uh, Jacob Saifidi with the other one. Clifford five of seven conversions. Uh-huh. Cowboys nothing. And this is the the stark realities of the Jake Clifford era, <laughs> and the <Yeah>. non Jake Clifford <laughs> and the and the and the people who who rejected. The Jake Clifford era.
1: <laughs> Cowboys were never in this one mentally, let alone up for the physical aspect of the contest. And I feel like there was like that fight. There was that five minutes there, like when they had that disallowed
0: try, mm. like a, and it was like four 0 and then they had that disallowed try and would have taken it to four all with a kick to come. That's when they. That, that was, was the moment it. when it all ended for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think you know the the ponga show in this game was. It was pretty impressive, and when he really kicked into gear, he, he, was, he was all over the field, and the Cowboys had no answer um, and didn't look overly interested in finding one. He, um, I, I feel like, and I may have said it previously, but Ponga, at his absolute best when he's involved, and he's around the ruck, um, he does lift his teammates, and it's very impressive, but the gap between his best and his worst games is... Is the next hurdle for him bridging that gap? Yeah, you know, to to live up to the the hype as as we keep saying. And mm. um, but if you listen to the commentators, fucking, was it Braith and Asta that said, you know, he's Michael Jordan, he's Tom Brady, in one yeah, what, like- in one sentence. Like oh, he's- wow, what?
0: is there like a competition, or is there like royalties that you get if you're fucking, you know, over the top fucking? ridiculousness
4: with all Is due respect
0: on the highlight reels of players all the time going forward when they're doing like the, you know the lead up to Origin yeah. and
1: stuff I mean are they getting a cut of that how or something how do you how do you even feel comfortable uttering that like we talk a lot of shit on this show yeah but yeah we do I would never get like national television <laughs> say Kalem Ponger, who's played Origin but other than that, he's not achieved the great heights of the fucking game. Team, team fucking loyalty
0: and stuff aside, <laughs> the only player you could say something fucking ridiculously over the top about like that is like Cooper Cronk. Mm, yeah. Right? Like, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like the Knights and It might... does a disservice to Pongo. Like, I mean, because, I mean, he's obviously, he's obviously a good player. He could become a great player with consistency and longevity. Yeah. Mm but fuck me that shit doesn't it doesn't it doesn't yeah, help it doesn't help and it look, brings just, the kids to the fucking games i suppose just playing what's in front of us
2: was one of the better returns from injury i've seen mm. of somebody who should be a one or two guy on their team yeah you know yep. he wasn't hesitant he looked to be fit um he was out there looking for the ball yep yeah again these are the bare minimums you want from from your number one or number two guy Mm. You know, these yeah, these are yeah. what the teddies, what the Tommies of the world do. Yeah. You know, to to cement their status as bona fide superstars. Yeah. Um
1: his involvement game, was, though, was what got me. Because he can drift exactly. He can drift in and out of games. Yeah, and that, that is a knock it. on him. But so he
2: seemed dialed in. Mm. Um and what a difference it made for the Knights having uh, a halfback who who's got the the experience
0: of Pierce. Well that's the thing. I mean the Ponger show kind of overshadowed the real bedrock to yeah. this performance, which was Clifford and Ponger are starting to come it's Cliff sorry, Clifford and Pierce are starting to come together. Yeah. And they and they're starting to work well together. Kurt Mann was like a makeshift six. But in the centers, he was fucking great. And then plus he's had all that experience where he's had to be, had to play in the halves. And so he, you know, he just provides an extra addition to his, to his ball playing that makes him more useful to the side outside of quality halves. Then you've got, then you've got like Jacob Saifidi who is, you know, starting to elevate to the, to the level of his brother, who's a, you know, who's a, 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 you know, representative prop. And all of those things starting to come. Connor Watson is a fucking must for that side. Mm,
1: yeah, I don't think As he gets exchange. enough credit. To be honest, we're talking no, about the Knights he, he, getting credit. He, he doesn't. I think he's, he, he's and, the and, most underrated. There's been player. times
0: when he hasn't been. Yeah, and there's been times when he when he hasn't been spectacular because he's had to be the only show in town because every other cunt's injured. Mm, yep. But he's like he's a must for that side. I, I, I've yeah, never rated
1: Connor Watson before watching him this season at the nights, actually... Yeah in respect for
2: him. Here's the thing: his his ceiling and floor are further apart than a lot of other players. But like you talk, you talk about Ponga, and you know his his great games are, are far from his his ones where he fades a bit. Yeah. But w- Watson has has a higher gap, mm. and his ceiling is nowhere near as high.
0: Sure. So yeah, know, but he, I mean, he's not. But he's not meant to be Ponga either. I mean, he's no, he's, he's not, not. He but he should be there. Fourteen. But the last time Newcastle played Penrith,
2: he almost single-handedly took the game for them. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was a couple of weeks later it was well, maybe against Brisbane. He had one of the all-time fucking Barrys. Yeah, and and really made things difficult for them. But um, Newcastle, I think, are a team that thrive on on community. They come from a small town. Uh, they come from. From somewhere that's always had a little bit of an us against the world mentality, and so I think guys like Connor Watson are essential for that that team's makeup. Mm. the The stars and the 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 Hollywood highlight guys are going to do their thing, but really, I, I think people like Connor Watson are going to be instrumental to Newcastle building over the
0: next couple of years. And Dominic Young, you know, with behind uh, you know a Newcastle side that has a lot more of their sort of starting plays and it looked pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's and also had some looked, poor and games. Also looked, and also looked like Rick James yeah. a lot. <laughs> Socials on that,
2: funnily enough. Uh, Daniel said, King Pong is back, baby. That is the yeah. fucking worst nickname had a, for him. I've ever had heard. A
0: chat, I had a chat with him on, uh, on, on a Facebook thread, on a, on a Facebook page. Then I said, um, I, I asked him, do you want me to resurrect your comments from the end of last season when you literally said, and I quote, Kaelan Ponger is a myth. And I said so. Perhaps the monkey you were thinking of wasn't King Kong, but you were thinking of Bigfoot. <laughs> <'Cause, yeah. laughs> mm. So <laughs> nice, Andrew. I feel like we've given. I feel like we've given the knights some like enough credit though to, to appease yeah. their their families. Yeah, spot on. They like Without credit trying to appease seagulls, them, mind you. Don't. Yeah, like they're, they're, yeah, yeah. They're fucking credit seagulls,
2: and we've just thrown them a credit hot chip. We're fucked. Andrew said, after the Queensland State of Origin disaster, at least DCE had Manly to come back to. Holmes and Felt have to come back to this cowboy abortion. <laughs> Uh On Instagram, Dog 70 said, the Raiders lost, the Roosters lost, the Knights won. My mates are miserable, loving the misery. What a difference a full team makes. I fucking enjoy it, son. And uh, at the underscore burpy man. Fuck, of all the superpowers you could pick, that is a shit one. That is a fucking shit one. Uh, said, the
0: power of CrossFit. <laughs> uh,
2: can you please do me a favor and explain why CrossFit people do such fucked pull-ups, Burpee man, if you are indeed a CrossFit superhero?
1: Maybe he's just got gas.
2: Oh, who knows? Uh, it says, why is Rick James playing on the wing for Newcastle? Hashtag
0: fuck the Broncos. <laughs> you dear... <laughs> uh, where are we? Here we go The uh, Broncos 26 Defeat the Sharks 18 At uh, Suncorp Stadium This afternoon uh, The Broncos 26 Came through tries To Alex Glenn uh, Double to Tessie New uh, Bullimore And Jesse Arthurs Also with tries uh, Sharks 18 Came with double To Connor Tracy Aiden Tolman With a try And Sean Johnson Three of three conversions
1: Entertaining. Sharks were fucking poor They were It was an entertaining game oh. I thought it was, it was It was an entertaining game um, you know, both sides, you know, talent disparity aside, both playing like they actually wanted the win. Um, the Sharks I felt like created they created four opportunities at the back end of the game to to put themselves in a position to win, but the final piece of execution let them down. Um, and then the Broncos ultimately, also a
0: great desperation from the Broncos though because I mean like I, there was that one time where I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, and, and Tyson Gamble. I mean, he's just like he's just one of those little cunts that he's I just love cut from the Mitchell Moses cloth. Yeah, exactly. But and and he he got the sharks to bite. Yeah, he got Ramion to bite. Was it Ramion? Yeah, he got, he got him. He got him to bite a couple of times, and just got in his head and just fucked him, just by being a little shit. Yeah, mm. and I I love those. I love those players that like you, like he reminds me of like a like a Travis Burns. Mm. Like, Jesus. like, like not like not particularly talented, but like tough and a little cunt. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep, that's it. I um Payne Haas for the Broncos. Uh, he's obviously as loyal as he is ta- talented, and I think it's going to stunt his career in lots of ways. But he's the engine of that side, and and will be for a decade. And one of the most biggest beneficiaries to fucking state of origin football just a, just the
0: you know taking what he taking what he he whatever he gained in origin and mm. taking it back to the club level yeah. mm. and just yeah. jumping up jumping up a level I and mean, he's fucking amazing yeah. that's it
1: but that the play Correct. at the end of the game where he he chased a hundred meters yeah. and was the the prop forward was the guy batting the, ball the ball over dead yeah. in yeah. front of yeah. the outside backs to to prevent and a try just the end. fact
0: just just the way he was backtracking in that play. To cut off the the opportunity for any support runners, mm. you know, that forced them into kicking it, you know, yeah, you because know, because he was getting in the way, you know, of any any potential support runners to be you know viable. Sure. It was just fucking great play. Mm. Can I ask? And I am going to ask
2: the two of you because I value your opinions and I value oh, your it. insights, especially in football.
1: Oh, I was shit. having a discussion. Half a little tiny boner.
2: I uh, I was having a discussion, a very short text discussion today. With um, someone we all know and love very dearly, um, they love the Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> Has his social media game been ramped up recently? And so they that I'm loving. They love they love the Brisbane Broncos and subpar athletic brands. Um, Tremendous so,
0: fucking iconic uh, iconic athletic brands. Yes. So what did Sam have to say anyway? No. Um,
2: you are congratulating
0: him on a great win.
2: So the Bris the Brisbane Broncos of Athletic Brand <laughs> sort, sort of you. sort of did something good once a fucking long time ago. Um Oh fuck, I'm struggling for an analogy on how you know Kanye West's made something ugly at the Broncos. Anyway. Um but or or like take opinion and thoughts of him personally out of it is a fucking Matt Lodge stand in how he plays the game.
0: Yeah. That's that's inexplicable.
2: Now i I was saying, look, maybe it's because obviously you're um, overseas, and it may be tough for you to to sit down and get a lot of other games. The Matt Lodge is is essentially a like a bottom five prop.
0: I, I look, I wouldn't go bottom five, but let's just say, like let, let let's generously say mid middle of the fucking pack of all available props in the game. Today, he's certainly not fucking. You know, like what? He's not. He's not like you know. I, there's twenty props you'd pick ahead of him easily, right? Well, I reckon he'd be one that even Glenn wouldn't pick for his team. I don't know about Glenn.
1: Well, he was already at the top. If he played in the fucking,
0: really? if you if you played in the fucking Toowoomba fucking carnival regionals, he'd, you'd fucking pick him. <laughs> <I'm> Fucking day. He'd pick him. He'd pick him as a future fucking Broncos halfback. Uh, no, but seriously. Would you Would you pick him over Tamau?
1: No, but oh. p- not purely on ability on the field, though. I, I would, It's more of an emotional decision in that one, as far as Lodge goes. But yeah,
0: 20, no. Tamau. I mean, like, I mean, it's it's not my team, so obviously I can be more cavalier with decision making. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I would if I just wanted to get more on the field. You know, well, they- without the without the disruption repercussions and the, the leadership fact, you know, the experience and all that sort of stuff that you lose.
2: Yeah. But I'm saying with what Lodge brings in terms of being a penalty machine and like just not Aaron Woods in defence late in games. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like would I replace any of my props with him? Not in a fucking million years.
1: Yeah. I I'd... for Brisbane, he he has had several well he's had plenty of games where you know he's he's got a reasonable a reasonable motor he's a big body um but his ill discipline which as you say and those games leads those games penalties. you're talking
0: about those games you're talking about are ones that came right up like after he had to navigate mm. the fucking the the recall to the Broncos yeah and all of the shit that sort of
1: went along with it um and where he had a point to prove yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, and I feel exactly. like that's died down, and people, you know, this time around with with clubs sniffing around wanting to sign him or the Broncos looking to shift him, there was a whole lot less of that. There was still a a segment of people that hadn't forgotten, but yep. yeah, plenty of people were like, oh yeah, well, well maybe well, maybe I, think, I can and, do it, And I'll back,
0: back to the topic as well, I think that as well. I think that um, that that Sam has probably circled the wagons around the Broncos to be okay with the decision they had him and now it's like it becomes a, a Stockholm syndrome situation yeah. where now he where now he actually can free himself from justifying The worst his take of justification
1: club. for Matt Lodge is people that say, Well at least if my clubs sign him to a to a lucrative contract, those poor people in America will get their money. Yeah, I've seen that the a couple fuck of, times out of people
0: here. and that's
1: that's yeah. that is shit.
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, go dig go dig ditches for a
2: million <laughs> yeah. fucking years. Yeah, exactly. that's it. Yeah, well that's good. That's nice. I'm glad we cleared that up and um, yeah. basically I've just used the show because I'm too fucking lazy to type in a WhatsApp
0: group. Yeah. So it's not so 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 the the verdict is it's um I guess it's not Stockholm syndrome it's a, it's a Shanghai syndrome. Yes. For why for why he uh, still deems to justify his uh, his his love or at least you know at worst approval.
1: For Matt Lodge. Nice. Um fuck off and go and kiss your cat.
0: Sean Johnson was poor in this
1: game. Yes.
0: I thought he looked slow.
1: Thought, he broke into yeah. the clear a few times and I was like, I remember Sean Johnson being electric and he is he's not electric today. I reckon his, he's got his contract now. Yeah. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I reckon Sean Johnson was burned when they sacked the coach. Yeah. Because I remember seeing him on one of those Fox. Uh, you know, sit on the couch and tell fucking vague innuendo jokes, shows. Yeah. Do you um, watch those? The, the day before it happened. Oh, they come on after a game. Mm. So, um, And he was – I remember listening to him, the way he was speaking, thinking, fuck, if they do this, he's gone. Mm. If they sack the coach, he's gone. And he was talking about him about how all the boys are behind the coach and this, 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 and they – no one could understand what the club would gain yep. by by bringing a new coach in. Was
1: this one where he was on the ca- couch, or was this an after yeah, a post game nah, interview? Because he, he said something in a post game interview that was along the same sort of line, where he had the, you know they put the headphones straight on him after yep. the game. Straight on the field, yeah. yeah.
2: Nah, this was one he was on the couch, mm. and at that stage, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. If this happens, he's gone, and performances like today cement that that he's yeah, fucking but, mentally but, checked out.
0: But I mean, the four the four match winning streak they did have you know, prior to this game was largely around him going up a level and actually playing very well, and not only playing well but also showing this evolution in his game where he wasn't the crazy touch football fucking yep you know hot stepping fucking guy, but he's actually yeah. you know brought like a level of game management into his into his repertoire. Mm. But this look, you know, maybe th- this game was yeah you know, they lost they lost young Matt Moylan. During the warm up, yeah. and so maybe that was you know threw a bit of a spanner into the you know their cohesion. Was it a hamstring? But uh, no, it was a calf. Calf, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, young not, not Matt Moylan getting an old man injury. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's terrible. I mean, they're obviously they're obviously, not, they're obviously uh, putting uh, non genuine parts into him. Oh, hey, you know. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I thought that was like a plug for you, but I fucked up. Oh, well. All right. No, I mean, non genuine parts are awesome. Maybe they put the, the real parts yeah. in there. Yeah, cheap, cheap fucking Singaporean bullshit parts. Um,
2: yeah. Who, who, who needs those <laughs> fucking fussy things like manufacturer's warranties?
1: <laughs> what good are they? Aftermarket manufacturers give manufacturer's warranties also, mm. you uneducated heathen. The uh, only, the only positive
2: look, aftermarket
1: things are bolt-on titties. This motherfucker's had a yellow <laughs> injection. <laughs> are you a are you a shill for Caterpillar? <laughs> now look, the Broncos. Though, like,
0: I mean, the Broncos fans would have to be happy with the way that they showed application over the full eighty minutes of the game. They dare I say they, they 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 showed a bit of you know spirit and and unity and like coming together as a team. Yeah, a bit. Uh, it was it was big for them to get Katoni Stags back and although he'd only played, you know, portions of the match, um, it did show like yeah, that they looked the most dangerous when they went down the, the right hand mm. side when he was there. But having said that, I mean Tessie knew fucking put the game away for them by breaking through from a scrum yep. down that same side when Katoni Stags was sitting on the sideline. So um maybe the Sharks were just fucked on their left hand side defence. But yeah uh, look well, the, the one thing about the Broncos, though, although they did display like a great deal of commitment and uh, and they just looked good and you know, enthusiastic and fairly low error, fuck they need Adam Reynolds, though, because the one area yeah. they gained that was just abysmal and, for, and it's what resulted in them not converting as much of their field position and possession into points was Brodie Croft's horrible fucking midfield bombs from left to right and landing like 10 metres to the right of the post were absolutely fucking disgraceful and they barely paid any dividends at all and often made the Broncos look like they were sort of one desperate tackle away from the Sharks going length of the field with it, Mm. Yeah, you know? And so so fuck they need a guy with an attacking kicking game or at Mm. least a kicking game that can generate, you know, repeat sets and shit like that when they're that close to the line. Is the talk that stags,
1: Stags goes to six... Is that the plan you reckon for him? I'll do that? I don't. That's his talk. It. Yeah, that that's yeah. his talk. Um, and He's, he looks good in the centres. I don't know better yeah. for that. He does. He, but here
2: is that question though, and it's a similar one that the Tigers ask: with Dewey. You know, do you do you go best person for best position or best for overall talent level across the park?
0: Well, I think if they've got Adam Reynolds there next year, obviously the seven is dialed in. And then you have the look. I think that little, you know, Travis Burns Jr. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he can, he could be he can be fine in that in that role. Yeah. Mm. Well, to
2: like so to simplify it, if you rank players out of ten in each position yeah. that they they play in. Yeah. If he's a a seven in the centres. Yeah. Right, but a, a nine in the halves. Or or do you have to play him because he's a seven in the
0: centres, but it gives you a three in the halves? Well, I mean, I th- th- this, That that it's the the system is very convoluted. But I think the, I think your numbers are backwards.
2: I well, think he's.
0: not I think he, I think he's a he's a nine and a halves, and he's probably like a. Sorry, a seven, I'm not talking yeah. about him him personally. But what, a nine what and you center, cho- Sorry, what do you, you know. choose? I'm look. I'm, I'm without without you know. Getting pulling out a protractor, I am putting him in the fucking centers because <laughs> he looks dangerous as a center. It gives him time to to you know work his center attributes like fucking footwork and a bit of speed, um, you know putting kicks in on the run and and all that sort of shit. Yeah, and 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 he look, and that's where you know especially in the first half where a lot of their you know their attacking good attacking moments were generated. So yeah,
1: call me old uh, fashioned. I like cunts that are good centers playing in the centers and cunts that are good fullbacks playing at fullback. And you know, good five eights maybe playing into six. Yeah. But yeah. that's just me.
0: You're a genius.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anti genius. Yeah.
0: I us see a good fourteen playing on the wing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who was that, Glenn?
0: It wasn't genius though, it wasn't Genius that did it. It was after Genius' time.
1: Oh fuck.
0: Remember, like Corey no. Patterson, right? <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. The things I have erased <laughs> from my memory.
2: Jesus yeah, Christ.
0: Yeah. Right,
2: On the socials. Toto said, Guys, <laughs> I have a bunch of bags of dicks to return to sender. Sharks fans, do you want express or a regular post be okay? Haha. Lachlan said, Gee, if we can manage to get one or two more players into that New South Wales team for some coaching, next season the Broncos will be charging. Uh, Mitch. Said these lowly cellar dweller sides always step up when running at the cream of the crop: storm, panthers, sharks, etc. Know this all too well. Heavy, really, is the head that wears the crown.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> Jesus!
2: And Anthony sums it up beautifully. Said comical. Imagine losing to that rabble.
0: Yes. How apt. anyway? We we have a lot of long-suffering Broncos fan listeners to the show. So um, yeah. I'm I'm happy to sacrifice just a smidgen of my joy, yeah. Fuck for, you. for you know, in exchange for them to feel a great deal of joy. Yes, I mean at the end of the day. I mean, <laughs> had a really good win this week. I'm happy for you guys to have your little win. Just um, did you guys know what the little wins and big wins? Wait, Sorry, yeah?
1: the the face masks that the Broncos coaching staff chose to wear today.
0: I was not paying attention. Oh, to what
1: like, was it. like a like a almost like a slightly darker than, um. Caucasian skin color and the the general shape of them was a bit fucked up, and it made them all look like ducks, like little duck beans. Right. I'm
0: gonna have to go in there and have a look at that.
1: Because yeah, how many not ducks
0: have it. you ever seen with Caucasian skin coloured <laughs>
4: beaks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna test him on this subject because I mean, up in Toowoomba, who fucking knows? No, they might like not have ducks, ducks in their fucking in their backyard. I it's, don't know.
1: There's some fucked yeah. up ducks up here, man. Speaking okay. of fucked up, Ducks, yeah, South Sydney Rabbit The,
0: <laughs> the uh, Yeah, South Sydney Rabbit Rose, 38 to feed the West Tigers 22 at uh, Leichhardt Oval. And let me tell you, best looking crowd I've ever seen at Leichhardt. Um, the Rabbitoh's 38 tries to uh, Milne Walker, a double to Johnson. Uh, Campbell Graham with a double. Cameron Murray with a try. Reynolds, five or seven conversions. Tigers, 22 came with a double to Dewey, uh, Dane Laurie, and uh, Nofaluma. The fucking Tribus got his fucking trash time try. <laughs> uh, Dewey, three or four conversions. This was a f- fairly unenjoyable game. You're fucking telling me. Yeah, but I think it'd be more enjoyable for you than a layperson because yeah, you know, I was I was how I was sat in there, you know, ready for a fucking three course meal. The entrees were fucking spectacular. First couple of bites of the main were delicious, and then halfway through the meal, the chef just fucking lost interest, <laughs> <Stopped> fucking, <laughs> much like the rabbitos did <laughs> in this game. It was, and the second half was awful because the, the Tigers weren't particularly good. The rabbitos were fucking awful though. And just and L- L- luttrell just wound the clock back to like what the last start of week. last year, Latrell. Where he was just like dropping bombs and if he caught him he was you know, their fingertips almost dropped yeah. and and just the indecision and I mean like the, uh, yeah, there was a there was a win situation, I think, you know, with the bombs and everything that be you know potentially made them you know, Did more you hear dangerous than the that one board. that he
1: dropped? Did you hear the the commentary? I, I can't remember who specifically said it, but the commentator said, "Oh, look, Brooke, Luke, Luke Brooks had a look on his face when he kicked that. That he, you know, he's very impressed with how he hit it. Could you imagine that the level that you have to be at or stoop to? That one kick in one game, you actually paused, to, paused to admire your handiwork. Just one, one fucking innocuous." Midfield bomb that the fullback happens to fucking drop. So is he
0: admiring get... the handiwork as it leaves the boot and before it gets dropped? Is yeah, that what you're saying? yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It's okay.
1: Like, fuck me. Just get on with your fucking game. As poor as it is, stand back and admire. Jeez, you feel. you sound even more hateful than I thought. You're sounding more hateful than I thought. I mean, well, this you know, it should have been. I'm for it it should have been your fucking delicious, succulent five course meal, Nathan it should have been yeah. that it should have been 60 and it looked like it was the going tries to be the were me. scoring in the first half oh, was very fucking the easy first like one, barely hands laid on players the first one was just i'll give, I'll give you an insight into my life my right. um my son he was uh he was playing a bit of basketball at the back come down get a drink of water and he comes over and as he's walking into the the general vicinity Where I'm watching the football, hasn't actually glanced at the TV yet. And he looks over at me and he goes, as he's walking towards me, who's winning, mate? And then as he says it, he looks at the score (laughs) and he's like, don't worry, it's all right. And he comes over, you know what he does? Pats me on the fucking head. Oh, you little shit.
0: Oh, you've (laughs) lost the hand in that house. It's over.
1: Jesus, the king is dead.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: fucking hell! So but he's gonna start can, calling
0: you Glenny <laughs> you on the head. <laughs>
2: can, can I just ask, how did you not have more to say during the fucking Canberra review? Because you are fucking Ricky Stewart in your own home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, this this really should have. It looked like it was going to be another sixty six or worse score line. That first try that they scored, and and it was shown in, in the Tigers fans' twi- tweets on Twitter, it was just a, a wave of them going, oh, fuck, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, wow. This looks bad. This is going to be bad. This could be fucking anything. I'm turning it off now. And fucking just <laughs> a wave of those sort of comments. And the next few tries weren't a whole lot better. Um but this this whole situation in the in the second half, where South clearly took their foot off the pedal, the tigers scored um some points, and as you mentioned, Nate Knoffel with a junk time try didn't actually kiss the badge or anything like that. It was probably I was a little disappointed, but um but if he kissed the badge, that probably would' have been five grand in fucking Mossy's pocket too, oh possibly possibly yeah. yeah. Good, good um, on
2: him for not wanting to fucking help
0: out.
1: <laughs> well, no one's more tone deaf than Noffer.
0: Um yeah. Noffa probably insists insist that he fucking deserves legs. He deserves functional <laughs> legs, like everything else. He fucking deserves <laughs> and is entitled to.
1: Yeah, but we we looked disinterested from the from the kick off and. It, I think it says a little bit about South mentally that they they didn't smack the Tigers by fifty. Um, given that South yeah, had a couple and like Wayne, of, and Wayne, couple was of ha- Wayne was not happy about it, when, and no. rightfully so, because yeah,
0: like, they all. did yeah. they did not come out again after the second half. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Sorry, after the halftime break. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I'm at a loss as to, um, you know. I I don't personally believe that sacking the coach is the option, although that was a a general a general feel from from plenty of fans through the the so the Tigers socials. But um, and I'm also not someone that subscribes to the Ivan Cleary, you know, leaving you know his anti legacy or whatever with the Tigers. Like, this whole squad, outside of probably Russell Packer. Are people that have been signed or re-signed by Maguire. So I, I don't, I don't get that narrative still being trotted out. Um, and at some point, Maguire has to be accountable, along with the, the board and um, the hierarchy at the club for, you know, this culture yeah. they they keep talking about. Fucking oh, we're building. We've been talking about improving the culture in the place yeah. for several seasons now. It's getting fucking worse. The performances on the field today and and the Melbourne game showed to me that we've made zero progress. If anything, we've gone backwards. And we trot out in press conferences. Oh, you know, the boys are sharp at training and, you know, we prepared well. Well, You haven't prepared well if the only reason you didn't have 60 put on you for the second game in a fucking row is because the other team stopped giving a fuck.
4: Hmm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Just, what it looked to me like they that it,
0: since the the, the buy they the, what they've spent the last two weeks on is trying to implement
1: like a different fucking defensive structure. Well, the, the but it's also very similar defensive structure because every time the ball goes two passes of the ruck, it only yeah. it only has to go two passes of the ruck and it's already <laughs> outside David Nofaluma. But now they've like adopted that real passive sort of backpedaling. Mm. And sort of
0: sliding sort of situation, which I don't think I don't think is ever going to work against A, against South's left-hand side, B, against any fucking team in the 2021 rule set, mm. where momentum so is who's just come up be with continually wr-
1: Again, Maguire yeah. has to take some account. Yeah. He's a nice guy, and he's a tough guy, and he has them training hard. So they're fit, that's great, but they get lots of breaks mm. because they stand... Behind the goalposts for large portions of the fucking game, waiting yeah. for the opposition to convert their tries. Yep. Yep. There's more to it. There's you know there's yeah. more to their, their structures and their systems and and they're just not getting it. And it shows in the scoreboard. Like I said, it should have been sixty or far worse. <clears throat> and South just stopped caring.
4: Yeah.
1: Fucking pathetic. Yep. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm Glenn Blake.
0: <laughs> I'm Glennie Blenny.
2: Blenny. <laughs> right, oh, socials. God. Socials on that one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, at KMC23. Your misery.
1: Ah, oh, cool.
2: And the fact that all the Tigers have to do is turn their heads to Toowoomba. And there's the next coach. It saddens me that you will never get that opportunity (laughs) because that would be your time to shine. As coach? Yes. Uh, Kane said, Tigers making sure that Mitch Moses does not get that origin jersey. (laughs) I think he tweeted that in the first half. Mm. (laughs) Um, Depressed Tigers fan at Lugant7 said, Now in torture chambers, instead of physical harm, they will show Tigers games much more painful. Uh, Jared underscore Hunt said the players look to hate each other, the coach and the game. What's your take on that?
1: Uh there was a there was a, they were chirping at one another. That's for sure. Um, Leilua, uh and Embi in particular. There was a couple of obviously they're defending side by side, and there was a couple of tries that went through between Moses them. Moses is
0: the one that seemed, he seemed he was the one that seemed to bite on everything.
1: Yeah. 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 And yeah, I will give I will give Leilua um he's prone to a, a misread as well, but yep. I, I he had he had some effort plays in that game, whereas Mboy was very passive. Um Yeah, but the thing about the thing about Luciano is like he
0: he's a <coughs> he's a fucking hard man to put on the ground. Mm. let's be honest, he runs hard and he's pretty pretty fucking good at carting the ball up, Mm. but why at the end of every one does he fucking drop it or pass it to the ground or fucking something stupid that completely nullifies everything he did
1: it's such a more positive play and and the the team can work off it if he stops fucking thinking I've got my arms free I must offload rather than I'm just going to I'm just going to get to the ground, get to my feet quickly and play the fucking ball properly with my yep. foot yep. as the yep. real state.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that should be coached out. I mean, he's been doing that his whole fucking career and he did seem to turn it around mm. when he first lobbed at the Tigers. But, but they, you know,
1: they do – they that first half, and I said it um, earlier about the Raiders, the Tigers yeah. are playing like a team that's trying to get their coach sacked.
0: Yeah. 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 And they probably got more chance of getting it done too than the uh than the old Raiders certainly do. do certainly do. Uh, Andrew
2: said, "All hail the king of junk time tries," and Stephen echoed it and said, "It wouldn't be a day out at Leichhardt without a knoffer junk time try." Mm. <laughs> there we go. That's us.
0: All right. So, like the last thing I want to talk about in the round of football is and I mentioned it earlier briefly, but we 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 had the 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 man of league. Uh, five thousand dollars for every tri- post try celebration going to the um yeah Mossy Masoi uh, fund or you we know, benefit whatever. I will tell you, very fucking disappointed. A with the amount of celebrations that happened total, and B the amount of like quality ones. It's like the the eradication of the post try celebration. Has meant that there's a generation of players that have grown up and they just don't know what to fucking do. Mm. They don't know how to act. Mm. And there are there are a couple of these like the, like. Did you see any that you that you
1: like actually rated? I thought Adam no. Reynolds where he was like pretending to be, albeit it was a try where he stepped on a dead ball and yeah, was ultimately yeah, exactly. taken off him. But yeah, he sunk. He fucking he's yeah he. Yeah, he's, but that he's was paddling, that, paddling out and then yeah, surfing yeah. and then surf. yeah. That was a little bit different. Um, on. The fucking Campbell Graham one where he um was that a John John Cena it start I and then the, the, the other players Graham sort of one. he was like doing this thing you know in front of oh, his face yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, then the yeah, other players mobbed him before. I think there was more to it that he was planning but then the players got around him and cut it short yeah uh, yeah to to play devil's advocate here can you imagine though the the
2: feelings of the players just just feeling like they're being set up. Like, you imagine, and someone like Reynolds goes out, you know, scores a try, what he thinks is scoring a try, ends up getting taken off him, and that costs them the game. Can you imagine how they would get smashed by the clickbait media about, oh, maybe if they were focusing more on the putting the ball down, or maybe they were mm. focusing more on being behind the kicker. And not on their arrogant every, celebrations. Like
0: every 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 other month of the, the year, yeah. But I mean, because it's a very you know fairly fairly well publicized thing at the mm. moment, I, I don't think so. Within this thirty one days, no, I would I would say no. But yeah, any other time, yeah, of course. I mean, that sort of thing yeah. happens. No, no, and that's no. What but I'm,
2: again, can you blame players for second guessing it? I'm not saying that it would have happened. I agree with you. I think they would
0: have got a pass. I just think that you know because because it's kind of you know kind of been eradicated out of the game somewhat. I just think that players just don't just they don't think of it automatically you know, yeah, anymore, yeah. Or, you have know, to do anything. And like I like Ruben Garrick's one where he sort of where he bowled the delivery yeah. down and then you know turned you know, turned around and went for the appeal. But um, um but, like, Alex yeah, Johnston's mainly, didn't do anything really.
1: LeBron James one was low hanging fruit. Like Yeah, yeah. That's I guess I want to see a hand grenade. I just fucking want to see a hand yeah, grenade. I think that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. I just
0: and like i thought rubes was gone for that at first when he when he rolled the arm over i'm like oh no it's cricket god damn it (laughs) um that's it folks that is it full time for episode 413 thanks for listening as always find out how to interact with us thisweekinleague.com forward slash links you get links to the socials the shop our patreon social media communities the fucking works and uh yeah if you'd like to support the show sign up become a patron on patreon.com forward slash twill nation drop us a rating or review on apple podcasts and uh fucking tell a friend invite your friends into the facebook group it's growing massively this year it's tremendous yes um, it is thanks to everyone who's done that thanks to everyone who's contributed thanks to everyone who sends us comments uh you know during before during and after the games and uh shout out to the west tigers fans who fucking have his beard and bonnet and just fucking you know keep yeah, you know, keep acting out against manly for some fucking reason suck my dick you fucking cunts um who the fuck did that jam jam off oh, it's fuck it's this i had a fan of a newcastle fan fucking long time listener me- message me and go what's the fucking deal with all the tigers why are they fucking running at Man- manly all year what the fuck did you and I, was, I, I don't have an answer because you're not one of you're not one of them but it's no. just there is a there is a fucking a it's hardcore because, element.
2: It's and because think, you've pulled yourselves out of the doldrums at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Man, they were fucking terrible. Yeah. And if there's one thing misery loves, it's fucking company. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so like, I thought, that's I thought one was of my all-time they,
2: favorite. Sayings. I thought it was because they
0: beat. It. I thought it was because they flogged they, they their full strength side flogged our Reggie's into trial. and They did a standing ovation, and all that sort of stuff, and they thought that they were above, that that was the level of the teams this year. See, so that, They were that's here, the thing, and yeah. we were down here. They. They're unhappy that they did that and look like fucking
2: idiots. But yeah. then they're also now unhappy that Manly's pulled themselves up yeah. to be a finals-bound team. Yeah. Um, one other thing I just want to touch on very briefly, we've had a bunch of people come and ask us to speak about Wayne Bennett's press conference.
0: Yeah. Um, do we want to do that now or do we want to do that Wednesday? Uh, we'll, do it, we'll do it Wednesday. But yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, you and I both are of the, of the same exact opinion, I think. Yes. I like what he said. Mm-hmm but it was just 100% Broncos so like it was just all veiled Broncos shit slagging particularly like um Darren Lockyer and stuff it was cuz he was yeah. talking about it's not the players it's like the you know the clubs and like the and he started working at the top of the clubs down a toxic and that sort of the
2: environment yeah. yeah and so yeah if anybody thinks that was anything else but Broncos shade you're wrong yes it yeah. sounds nice and it sounds like it could be a reasonable thing to say given the current situation that was firmly
0: him taking a shit on his former employer Without, um, with, with, without actually yeah. telling us where the toilet was <laughs> <This> <laughs> shitting into, yeah. <laughs> and to quote
2: something I said on Twitter today, the situation with all of these clubs is squarely the fault of the RLPA. Uh, fuck them, everything they stand for, and the people that run them.
0: <laughs> yeah, except, except that also is that that is uh, at odds with your justin pasco agenda i'd just like to say how (laughs) you're all i mean he's not involved in the rlpa at all he's just he's another he's another facet of the whole process so it's not just the rlpa you've got your other agendas you need to you need to align all your agendas together oh no the one super agenda
2: the overarching problem with the quality of the teams and the disparity in results is due to the rlpa the problem the problem with the tigers Every other club would be helped by the RLPA being established. It wouldn't make a difference to the Tigers because that would just be replaced by the problems of Pasco. Trust me, I've run over this scenario 87,000 million times in my head and then just come to it where I should have just used portals.
0: You just just cut that off there. You've run it through your head 87,000 times. And 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 you've come to it. (laughs) I've come to that (laughs) conclusion. You've come to it repeatedly. It's 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 basically your it's basically your sexual orientation at this point. Yes, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. Good chat as always, boys. Okay, nice. And uh, yeah, chat to you in a couple of days. Right, later.
1: See ya.